You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. One thing we, we have to be careful about is, is being deceived. All of us at one time or another have, have, have been mis, misled by somebody or by something. <laughs> and and it, we can, you can be misled simply by reading something believing it and and then when all is said and done you find out it wasn't true you were hoping it was true and and you you when you read it you say I'm going to see this and when you got there you found out that it was not legit it was not bona fide and like it or not what you read or the article deceive you. And again, we've been there. We've allowed a thing, a person, and even ourselves to mess us up. Woo! I mean, in here by a show of hands, you ever messed up yourself? How many you have you ever been messed up by somebody? And some of you, somebody, somebody messed up your little world to the point to where even when you think of it in the present, it make you mad. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They duped you to the point to where when you start thinking about it, you get mad about something that happened 10 years ago. And so we, we can be deceived. Yeah, we can, we can be deceived. And we have to be careful who we allow to sow particular things into our life. You can't let everybody sow into your life. Now, if you'll notice... We are told here in Galatians 6, verses 7 through 9, in part, about sowing and reaping. I want to deal with sowing for a moment as it pertains to us as people. To sow is to plant seed into the ground. A seed that is planted into the ground affects the ground that it is planted into. 
it can affect it in a good way or in a bad way. Now, when it comes to us as humans, we are ground. We often think about the, the dirt outside is ground, but biblically speaking, we are dirt, dust, a ground. Let's, let's just take a look at scriptures that verify what I just said. Let's start in the book of Genesis. I want to look at a verse in chapter 2 and a verse in chapter uh, 3. Genesis, first book of the Bible. Women love to put makeup on dirt. Men love to get dressed up. I love dressy dirt. Notice Genesis 2 and 7. Ready? And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And breathe in his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. But we are dust. Genesis 3 and 19. This is what the Lord told Adam after the fall. Genesis 3 19. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. Dust you are. And to the dust you shall return. We wash our dirt. And it smells better for a while. But we have to go right back and wash Buy $80 bottles of cologne and $100 of perfume. Make our dirt smell good. Buy $1,000 shoes just to put on our dirty feet. For dust thou art. And to the dirt you shall return. Notice Psalm 103. Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. Know what we're made of. He remembers that we are dust, a dirt. He pities us. He knows we are breakable because we are dust. If dirt get on a shovel, find your old pole or a tree. 
beat it up against that. It'll come off. Why? Dirt is breakable. But when it comes to us being dirt, that says about us that seeds can be planted into us that will affect us for good or bad. And in this pandemic, you see it. Folks have been sowing seeds of fear into dirty folk. And that seed has been successful in that it has been growing. But, but it's a bad seed because it has been growing to the point to where it is contaminating. the mindset of folk. A seed of fear just, just, just causing people to act all out of character. And it's a seed. It's a seed that has been put into the human ground. The body. Put into the mind. And eventually. When that seed. Starts to grow. It will not only. Affect the mind. It will start affecting. The speech. Hence. Solomon said. As. A person thinks. So is he or she. He went further to tell us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now this is the thing. Jesus put a spin on it when he said out of the abundance of the heart. And the heart equates the mind in that particular passage. Out of the abundance of the heart. Get this. The mouth speaks. But it all starts from a seed that was planted into the human ground. Into us. And it just grows and grows and grows to the point to where it starts affecting our entire being. Our spirit. Soul and body. I start thinking it, then I start talking it, then I start acting based upon what I'm thinking and what I'm saying. Well, they're saying that I don't need to do such and such, so I better not do such and such. I'm not telling you to ignore advice from people, but you have to remember that as a child of God, Feel with the Holy Spirit. You have to be led by the Spirit of God. And understand this. The moment you stop being led by the Spirit of God. You are no longer a 
son, a child of God. Because when you are led by the flesh, the flesh is in contrast to the spirit of God. And when you, when you let God know that you're not going to obey his spirit, and you allow yourself to become contaminated. His spirit is not going to dwell in an unclean place. That's the reason when we were sinners, we couldn't receive the Holy Ghost. Why? We were unclean. But if you allow yourself to become contaminated again, God can reject you and take his spirit. Now, some folks don't believe that. But even in Scripture, we see where the Spirit of the Lord just departed from certain people and certain places. In the day of Samuel, when Eli was the priest and his Sons were in sin, and at that time, uh, the Ark of the Covenant represented the Spirit of God. And when they went to war, his sons were killed, and they took away the Ark. And when his son's wife heard what had happened and how they had took away that which represented the spirit of God. She was pregnant at the time and she had her baby. And when it came to naming her baby, it was sad. Because she named her baby based upon what had happened to the spirit of God. Ichabod. The spirit of God has departed. It is left. The spirit was with Israel, but now the spirit has departed. And that's how she named her baby. That's the reason Paul understood the importance of following the Holy Spirit. And he said to the church, quench not the Spirit of God. Even went on to give the different manifestations of the Spirit of God versus the manifestations of the flesh. Because he wanted the people of God to make sure that they were led by the Spirit of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are who? The sons of God. I have to be led by the Spirit and not by what's presently happening. Why? can I go by what's happening now? Because the things that you see, according to 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, are 
temporary. They're not going to last. This is just a shadow of what's going to happen. This is not the worst. The worst is yet to come. But we have to be to the point to where we, we recognize that God is, uh, will allow certain things to happen to let us see ourselves. To see where we are in him. And some of us, when, when we look at how we have been acting, we don't look so good as it pertains to what we've been taught. That, that's not a throw off, that's just the truth. We have to check ourselves and make some adjustments. Don't get mad. Just make the necessary adjustment so you can move forward. Because we, we have the saying, and it's a true saying, the worst place to be is out of the will of God. But the best place to be is in the will of God. How I many that's still, that's still your saying? Even though you messed up. Now, come on, don't get mad now. Because things will shake you. And when things shake you, the thing to do is just make the adjustments. Because we all fall short. But when you fall short, make the adjustment. Bible calls it repent. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons. Of God. I can't find myself following the flesh. Why? I'll be a son of the flesh. Now, getting back to us as ground, I have to be careful of who I allow to sow seed in me. I can't hang with anybody. Let me show you something in 1 Corinthians 15. Lord of mercy. Woo! 1 Corinthians 15. Y'all there? Thirty-three. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Now, now remember, we're talking about people that... that uh, are deceived and we're talking about our ground we don't need to be deceived by people right notice what 1 Corinthians 15 33 says do not be deceived evil what corrupts what hey, you, you a prayer warrior praying for folk yeah pastor my job is on the street I'm praying for folk I love getting out in the street praying for folk but the pandemic stopped you from praying for folk no, it didn't pass. I was praying at home. Yeah, but you said getting out on the streets is what God uses you to do. Yeah, you can pray for folks at home, but if God... Now, if he tell you, look, until such and such a time, you just stay here and pray. That's fine. That's fine. But don't do it just because of what people are planning in you. Be not deceived. 
evil company corrupts good habits. See, society only wants to deem certain folks evil. That they call criminals. But there are some criminals that are not locked up. There are some criminals that are called pastor, doctor, lawyer, and so forth. You have to be careful who you allow to seed into you. Because it can contaminate you. It can mess up your thinking, your talking, and your actions. You have And you have to be especially careful of the one whose teeth you brush. Yourself. You don't need to sow seed into yourself and mess up your own life. Because you can talk yourself out of a blessing. You can talk yourself into being fearful. You can talk yourself into making a good situation worse. Or you can talk yourself out of following the path that God has ordained for you to be on. You need to have in your being that you're not going to allow a thing or an individual to mess you up, but you're especially not going to mess up your own self. How many are receiving? And so, as ground, we, we have to be careful. Because it may be somebody that you may have to walk off from. Or you may have to tell, look, I I don't want to hear that, man. You may have to learn to to not be so curious when it comes to what you look at on TV. Because there's some folk, when they get on TV, the enemy uses them to sow seeds of fear. Uses them to sow seeds against God. There are people now that want you to think that they're in charge instead of God. You still believe God has the final say. You still believe God is the author and the finisher. The alpha and omega. The first and the last. The one that was, that is, and that is soon to come. How many still believe that by a show of hands? You have to be led by the omniscient guide when it comes to your life. Because fear will affect folks who, whose ministry should be to help you. Did you just hear what Elder said? 
folk telling them before checking him in that 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 bad stuff gonna happen to him. You can't allow what people say to affect you to the point to where it throws off your thinking, your words, and your deeds. Now let's go back to Galatians. And let me deal with this for a few minutes and I'm going to be done. Paul wanted the church to check themselves. See, we get these strong words at the beginning of verse 7. Be not deceived. Check yourself. And from this point on, don't stop examining yourself. Be not misled. Don't allow somebody to play with your mind like it's Play-Doh. Be not deceived. Then he said, God is not mock. Folk can have you down the one that changed your life for the better. Folk can have you thinking that God does not have the final say. That God is not the sovereign. God is not in charge. God is not the owner of this earth. They will have you believing that Psalm 24 and 1 is not right. What does Psalm 24 and 1 say, Walker? Earth, the earth is the Lord's and is fullness. What we are right now is God's. Even Satan understood that. You got folk acting like they don't know, but even Satan understood that. Satan, Satan, according to the book of Job, the first two chapters had to go before God to get permission to do whatever he desired to do on earth. And obeyed God. He wanted to get a hold of Job, and so God told him, look, you can do this to Job, you can do that to Job, but you better not do such and such. And get what Satan did? He obeyed God. Satan obeyed God. Because Satan understood that despite the power that he has on earth, God is still the Alpha and the Omega. As children of God, we need to understand that, that no matter what God permits to happen here on earth, even in our own life, he has the final say. Yeah, he'll let you go through things. He told you that up front. Psalm 34 and 19, many are what? The afflictions of the righteous. But guess what? I'm going to deliver you out of every single one. But seem like God wouldn't let us go through what we're going through now. Well, he said in 1 Peter 4 and 13, 1 Peter 12 and following, think it not strange. What? Concerning the fiery trial. Get this. Which is to try who? You. We never went through nothing like this. Yeah, but he told you. Some fire was going to come. And think it not. Because see, even God knew that if they get to thinking strange, the next thing they're going to do is talk crazy. 
and do craze. I'm rocking worlds this morning. I'm rocking earth. I'm going to shake your mind, shake your talk, shake your entire being. And let you see clearly that the enemy wants to control you. The enemy wants the upper hand. And if you allow the enemy to have the upper hand, he will turn you every which way but loose. Demons possess folk. That's the reason Paul said, don't give no place to who? The enemy. Don't give no place to something that's not of God. He even told Pastor Timothy, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Don't you be sitting here pastoring Timothy and you shaking in your boot. Don't you be sitting here pastoring Timothy and, and you allowing demons to tell you what to preach and what not to preach. God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of love, power, and a sound mind. deceived. God is not a fake. See, see, certain things can happen and, and, and if you're just looking in the natural, you'll be like, don't seem like God doing nothing. Don't seem like God in control. I don't understand how this can happen to brother so and so and, and you know he pray all the time. See, the enemy have you thinking about the wrong thing. Looking at the wrong thing. God allows things to become the worst. Only to put forth his hand and turn it into battle. Look at you. Look at how messed up you were. Maybe I'm talking about myself. I was jacked up from the flow up. Am I talking about anybody else? But didn't God do a number on you? And, and, and some of us act like God didn't mean what he said when he said, I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. Well, how long are you going to be? I'll be with you always. Even until the end of the age. That means even when you don't think he's nearby, he's right there. Even when he is allowing the enemy to do certain things to you, he's still right there. God is not a fake. He's not pseudo. He's real. Shout at somebody, God is real. God is real. He real. He ain't no fake. And Paul wanted them to know God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, 
says what you're going to read. Whoever you allow to sow into you, that's what you're going to reap. If you allow them to sow bad, bad coming up. If you allow a bad seed from the TV to get in you, that's what you're going to see manifest. I'm too important to allow anything or anybody to sow into me. God calls me peculiar. Some of y'all acting like you ain't special. You can't just allow anything or anybody to seed into you. You're special. Unless you consider yourself a nobody. Y'all come on and soak. Too special to let anybody sow into me. That's the reason I don't run after everything. That's the reason I don't go everywhere. I'm special. You ain't better than me. Ain't nobody said they were better than you. I'm telling you I'm special. That's what it means to be peculiar from a biblical standpoint. It, it means that when, when it comes to a child of God, God deem you certain things and, and you have to consider yourself everything that God said you are. He said you're more than a conqueror. So what you hiding from? He said you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Why you acting like better ain't here and better ain't coming if you are in fact an heir of God and a joint heir of Christ. He said you are the head and not the tail. Why you acting like a little childish boy if you are truly the head? To shake the earth like, like the angel had to shake Gideon. Gideon was hiding. And the angel had to rock his world in order for him to understand that it's time for him to walk according to the will of God and not according to his flesh. Called him a mighty man of valor and told him God was with him. And Gideon didn't even know God was with him because he had allowed seeds that the Midianites had sown into him to control his life. What seeds are in you? What seeds are in you? Some, some, sometime when it comes to a natural God, you, you have to pay attention. And when you see something coming up that, that ain't got no business coming up, that, that could mess up the good crops. You got to take your old pick or you, or you got to take a little shovel or you may even have to just take your hand and, and, and just pull up the root. 
pull up that bad plant, the root and all, because you don't want it to mess up the good stuff. It's time for you to stop allowing that bad stuff that somebody unsold into you to mess up the man or woman of God that God has ordained for you to be. You ain't no wimp. You are a man of God. You are not a jellyback. You're more than a conqueror. You got to get all of those bad seeds out of your life. And start thinking, talking, and acting the way God raised you up. God ordained for you to be. You don't bend the stuff. Stuff bend to you. You are an heir of God. You're anointed. I know I ain't in the wrong church. I know I ain't talking to the wrong folk. I know you're here. And I understand that some seed done got in you that you shouldn't have allowed to get in you. But it's time to uproot this stuff. And start being led by the Spirit of God. You know why? Because according to the text, if you sow to the flesh, you will of the flesh reap. Notice this corruption. You know what corruption is? Undesirable change. Change that is not good for you. I can't call you the prayer warrior. I I know you used to be. And and you're acting like something else. That's not a good change for you. You're a praying woman of God. When you pray, folks' lives are changed for the better. You can't allow fear to do a number on you. No, you, it's, it's too many folk need your prayer. It's too many folk need to hear from you. Too many folk need to see that you are strong despite the pandemic. They need to see it in you. Not just the preacher, not just a couple of mofo. They need to see it in you because there are folk in your circle that don't even know me. But they know you as a woman of God. They know you as a man of God. But when they see that it's a change, They're going to wonder. She was a praying woman of God, but now she let this thing mess her up. Man, he was just doing such and such, but now he letting this thing mess him up. What happened? He sold the wrong type seed 
that cause a change for the worse. You, you, you ever seen somebody hang with somebody they have no business hanging, hanging with, and the next thing you know, they, they done changed for the worse. If you start listening to what you have no business listening to on a consistent basis, you will start becoming what you're. That's the reason Jesus said to his disciples, be careful of what, what you hear. He wanted them to be to the point to where they wouldn't listen. To everything that they heard. But when they heard something that they needed to allow to get in their be, that they would be swift to receive it. If I sow to my flesh, the flesh represents that which is in contrast to God. That thing that does not want you to put God first, but wants to be first in your life. That thing said to Walker, look, look, everybody else is, is closing. That, that church, even though they done told them it's all right to have church, you just need to wait to 2021. Wait till later on in the year. I can't do that because God set me up and letting me know I need to follow the omniscient guy. But if I stay at home, I won't be old. I mean, I understand what I'm saying. You have to be to the point to where you follow the omniscient. If I sow to the flesh, I'm going of the flesh reap change for the worse. You don't see any stuff that cor- that that uh, corrosion sets in. And all of a sudden, you, you see what was silver now becoming rusty. Kind of like that fake gold. Be, have that real pretty color. But you leave it on your neck and you wash. Day and a half later, all of a sudden, what was gold is green. And you, and you can't wear it because folks be like, Lord, what that green doing with that gold? Fake. But then he says, if we sow to the spirit, the spirit represents the things of God and all that pertain to him. We will of the spirit reap life everlasting. What Jesus talked about in John 10, 10. I am come that you may have life and that more abundantly. He what? He came. He came. 
And, and guess what? It hadn't changed. It hadn't changed. Well, you see what's going on? How come it hadn't changed? Jesus said in Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass, but not what I said. Not my words. My words will never change. Why are the words of the Lord so powerful? Because the words of Jesus equate God. John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Everything God said, despite what we see, is going to happen. And let me just say this to you. Religious folks ain't going to believe that. Religious folks in power and religious folks that don't have any power, they are not going to believe it. But sadly, you have more folks that will believe the religious folk more so than just folk. Even though God said the just are to live by faith or his word because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. If I sow in the spirit, if I just keep doing what God tell, told me to do, whatever God promised is going to happen to me. Well, it seems like what's happening is stopping the promises of God. No, 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 no. You ain't read 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. Well, Paul penned, all of the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to his glory. The glory of God represents the cabal of the power of God. Who can stop God's power from doing what he ordained it to do? Who can stop God's power from doing what he ordained for it to do? Some of us right now, the only reason you got delivered from what you were wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in is because the power of God touched you in a way you have never been touched. I'm in here, honestly speaking, you, you tried to quit doing that mess you were doing, but you couldn't stop. But when God touched you, you don't even desire to do what you used to do. That's how powerful he is. He changed you. You. Now, now think about that. He changed you. You, the one that used to make them New Year's resolutions that couldn't keep it two weeks. But look at how his power changed you. That's who we're talking about. Say to your neighbor, God is not fake. We need to sow into the spirit so we can of the spirit reap everlasting life. The abundant life that our Lord came to give us. And then finally. He told the church. He said look we don't need to be weary. When it comes to doing good. The root meaning of, of growing weary. According to the text. And I want you to listen to me closely. 
is to wander from a fixed path. God done put a path. Walker, this is what I want you to do. Follow the omniscient God. That's your path that I want you to stay on. You follow it. And the people already understand, according to 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, as you get on the path and follow me, they'll go come right behind you. So they know you ain't just giving them something, just give it to them. They understand that, that John 16 and 13 says, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And they understand what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 and 1, that they ought to imitate you as you imitate me. Stay on the path. But if I grow weary, I hear what Pastor's saying. But man, it's scary I am. The path over there. But fear can make you be over here. But, but fear ain't the only culprit because you have professionals that will try to dictate to you what you should do. It's one thing to have a mandatory law set in place that, that people are really trying to help. Trying to help. But it's another thing when you keep guessing. You say one thing on Tuesday. And then you come back and say another thing on Thursday. But then you say, well, that, we got to try something else. No, I, I ain't going to keep being your guinea pig. I'm not going to keep doing that now. I don't want to seem like I'm a rebel. But, I, don't wanna, but I, don't, I, I can't follow nobody who don't know where they're going. See, that's making some of y'all upset. But I'm just telling you the truth. You, you have to be careful. You, if, if you're going to listen, at, if you're going to listen, listen to something that's going to better you. See, because if you follow the blind, you know where you're going? A ditch. See, that's not just a Bible saying that's real. And blind, and, and if you're blind, that means that you may do this one day, but do something else the next day. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I, got to, I got to follow God. And if God tells us not to follow the blind, we can't follow the blind. But you have to discern who blind. And some of us ain't discerning that. There's some folk talking that they, they talking stuff that just ain't, ain't right. And I ain't going to keep following this stuff and it ain't right. And I ain't going to keep letting you do something that ain't doing nothing for me. Because you trying to play. You want me to be your guinea pig, but I ain't no pig to be guinea about. You understand what I'm saying? Some of y'all, you, you, you ain't. Let me go. Because see, you can either allow a spirit to get you off track. Or you can allow a person to get you off track. Or a thing to get you off track. You got to know your history. You got to know your history when, when it comes to 
what we're experiencing right now, similar things have happened in history simply because Jesus and the Bible said certain things were going to happen. But you have to watch exactly from a historical standpoint what took place, especially biblically speaking. Why is that so important? Because Paul said scripturally, the things that happened aforetime or in the past were for our learning. You learn from it. And see, what I have learned is, is that when, when, when chaotic times happen in the scripture, kings that men of God were trying to tell or do certain things, certain ones would ignore it and start following the popular opinion of certain things that were said. And instead of making the situation better, they would make it worse. But see, God in his sovereignty and in his love, he would allow things to just run a certain course before he finally stepped in and said, enough is enough. But as children of God, we have to be like men like Daniel and others that refuse to submit to anything that's in contrast to the will of God. Or basically, we to the point to where we're not going to get weary of doing good. And the reason we don't want to get weary in doing good is because in due time or season, we're going to reap what we sow. Are we going to reap according to our faithfulness of what God has ordained for us? Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.